Hello and welcome to another episode of the Money Matters Podcast. My name is PJ Patterson and today's topic is managing financial stress and your anxiety level around money. This is a topic that I was listening to a radio program this morning on my way to the office and uh, there was someone on, I don't know who it was, but they were talking about the fact that the there's a uh, I'm in Australia and there's a firm, uh, not a firm, but a um, organization called Lifeline. And it's basically a suicide prevention hotline, but it's also for people who are experiencing um, uh, issues around anxiety, stress, and they're, I, I suppose they just need someone to talk to. That's why it's called Lifeline. And they were indicating that because of, and I'm recording this in September of 2020, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, COVID-19. We are experiencing uh, extreme financial and economic distress and hardship. And they were just indicating, this person was indicating that the calls that were coming into Lifeline uh, had increased massively. And they were projecting that they were going to continue to increase as certain government programs and other things began to uh, roll off. And people were then faced with the harsh realities of perhaps they don't have a job to go back to or uh, their their permanent um, work is reduced or whatever so again there was just the, the recognition that there was an increased level of stress and anxiety out there and it was being observed by the fact that uh, the number of calls coming into lifeline were increasing so i want to talk first of all about money as a, as a stressor and then I'm gonna give you some tips and a few ideas around how to help manage that. So first of all, I think it goes without saying that one of the top levels of stress and anxiety are uh, or is the uh, our relationship with money and is this concept of money and finances being very difficult to deal with. And it is, it's not an easy thing to do. And look, I stress about it. I stress from a professional point of view around my clients and making sure they're looked after, uh, as well as ensuring that my family's looked after and, and all of my obligations are, are met. But I have some ways to, to help manage and deal with that, which I'm gonna share with you today. But of course, we know that it, it can also be a big stress in relationship. And so I, I wanna, again, make sure that in the first instance that you are comfortable talking about it. And you should be comfortable talking about it with your significant other, your family and being able to say, look, you know, I don't know something or I'm unsure about how to deal with this uh, from a money point of view. And to, uh, to not be afraid to go and ask your parents or ask a professional uh, advisor and your accountant or your finance broker for some help. And there are plenty of free resources out there to get help. And of course, uh, these days, the internet, uh, YouTube, Google, whatever, uh, can have some um, wonderful resources for you to learn about managing money. But in any case, um, please, in the first instance, if you are experiencing anxiety around money, talk to someone about it. Now, oftentimes we see a spike in our anxiety around money because an event has occurred, something unexpected, and it usually revolves around an unexpected expense. It could be um, something that's happened to you where you've had a medical issue or an accident or you, you've had some sort of illness and you, you just didn't see it coming, came out of left field and uh, you've had to pay out of pocket for something. Oftentimes you hear, you know, people who have uh, unexpected car repairs or a flat tire or, you know, whatever. It usually revolves around something like a car where there's a large unexpected expense, but there's, there's any number of things that, that come up 
um, unexpectedly. Could be that um, if you if you're a family and you have children, it could be something's happened to your child, or they need something like uh, you know braces, or they need um, glasses, or they need something else, um, and you just weren't budgeting or hadn't budgeted or planned for that expense. The other things that can often, um, the, the biggies, I suppose, that can cause severe financial stress would be job loss. So particularly in this situation that we find ourselves in right now in 2020, the latter half of 2020, there's going to continue to be um, businesses that fail, businesses that do not reopen, uh, people that um, will become unemployed and may not be able to find a job that replaces the income that they previously had. So this is going to, again, it's a, that's a big stressor and it's going to create um, a lot of stress. So, and look, there's, and that's, that's a very short list, of course. I know there are plenty of other issues that come up that, uh, that can cause financial stress, but uh, certainly those are some of the biggies. Now, how can you prepare for and manage this anxiety around your finances? Well, the first thing that I advocate is that you consider having some form of budget. Now, I, I know you're probably rolling your eyes right now thinking, oh, you know, I've tried the budget before, it hasn't worked. And I think one of the issues with budgeting is that people uh, try to do that exercise a little bit, I don't know, too detailed. And I'm not an advocate of a super detailed budget. If that's what you like and you're very analytical and you like to do that, awesome. You probably already have a budget. But if you're like me, I tend to work more a bit more high level. I do have a budget, but it's very high level. And one of the first things I do in my budget is I pay myself. And I'm not talking about paying myself a wage out of my business. I'm talking about I, I uh, take money out of my the, the wages and things that I pay myself, and I put that into a saving vehicle. So it goes into, in my case, it goes into my mortgage offset account or redraw but that's a forced saving and it is my sort of emergency fund. So after you establish some form of high level budget, the next thing you must have, and it's something I advocate in my business big time, it is an emergency cash reserve. Now that's gonna vary, the amount of that's gonna vary. If you earn you know, $100,000 a year, your cash reserve should probably be 20 to 30 grand in the bank at all times. If you only earn 50 grand a year, well, it's probably five to $10,000. So certainly your emergency cash reserve will probably be uh, directly proportional to the amount of money you earn, uh, but not necessarily, not necessarily. I suppose at the end of the day, your emergency cash reserve should be whatever is going to enable you to sleep at night. If you know that you have um, $5,000 in the bank and you're sweet with that, great. Then that's, you know, that's probably the amount of money you should uh, you should have set aside. If you need more than that, fine. A good rule of thumb on this though is three months of all of your living expenses, all of them. So rent, mortgage, car payments, transport costs, everything, groceries, utilities. And maybe that's how you should view your budget is when you look at your budget and you look at how much money you spend, do it with a, with a view that you want to understand how you should calculate your emergency cash reserve. But in having an emergency cash reserve, you will be able to vastly reduce anxiety around money and the unexpected things that come up with money because you know that you have that fallback. You have something to catch you if you fall. And that's very powerful. And again, it will help 
Uh, you can never, I suppose, completely eliminate anxiety around money, but it will certainly soften the blow of an unexpected expense because you'd be like, cool, I've got the cash set aside for that. It's a car repair of $1,000 I wasn't planning on uh, having to make, but I have 20 grand in the bank and $1,000 is not going to break the budget as it were. The next thing I want to talk about is management of debt. So this is a critical issue around financial anxiety. We live in a world of too much debt. It goes without saying, and I see it all the time. And it's distressing to me to see so many young people who have taken on debts. And my view on debt is this. The only debt you, you really need, the only debt you really need, is your personal mortgage debt. That is for the house or the apartment that you live in, that's the only debt you need. Now I know there's a lot of people out there and I disagree with most of them that you know you should you should buy an investment property and you should rent and all this kind of crap. I think it's BS. Don't agree with it. I think the only asset property-wise you ever need to own is your principal place of residence. It should be the best friggin' house you can possibly buy or apartment you can possibly buy because over time that's going to be the asset that rewards you the most over time. Plus, you're not paying anyone rent, which is dead money, and you are building equity in an asset. And here's the cool thing. And I'm not going to talk about this in detail today because we're talking about anxiety around money, but uh, you can recycle your debt. I'm pretty sure I've got another podcast floating around on debt recycling. Uh, if not, I'm going to go check right now and I might record one. But in any case, debt recycling to convert the debt against your principal place of residence from non-deductible to deductible, very powerful stuff. Again, that can eliminate anxiety around money. But managing your debts, what am I really talking about there? I'm talking about not taking on more debt than you are uh, fully capable of repaying and not taking on debt for, uh, look, let's, I'll just come out and say it, really stupid stuff. So never ever borrow money to go on a holiday. Never borrow money to do something uh, that you could otherwise pay cash for. So. Uh, for example, uh, having a credit card is something that um, is really kind of a privilege in my view. So don't abuse it. Don't just take that credit card and think, oh, yep, I've got now this five or ten or fifteen thousand um, dollar free money or whatever that I can just go and buy whatever I want. No, that's not why uh, people have a credit card should and use them. Um, certainly, if you integrate that into a properly executed budget, you can put all your expenses on the credit card as long as you. Uh, pay it off every month, you're sweet, but don't ever view that credit card, and you really should call it a debt card, uh, don't ever view that debt card as anything other than a very short-term loan. And the less that you use short-term money, the better. So uh, managing debts will clearly be one of the biggest issues around managing your financial stress. Uh, and finally, on debt, don't take on more debt than you know you really are comfortable with. Now that that comfort level is going to vary for everyone. Um, again, here is where I have a major major disagreement and problem with most of the um, spruiking people out there in my industry, and it's this notion that you just go and and pile on debt on debt on debt, uh, you know, to pay off your uh, pay off your home loan in five years or all of this stupid ass stuff that I hear. Ladies and gentlemen, the only way to pay off your home in a short period of time is to make extra repayments. Full stop. That's it. So please be careful about going and taking out investment debt for purchases of property. 
uh, and all these sorts of things. I'm not going to go into that today, but that is a serious level, uh, a serious cause of high anxiety levels amongst people that I have worked with over the years is the ridiculous amount of debt that they somehow are able to obtain from banks. Um, finally, uh, just a couple quick things to wrap up on. If you do feel like you're going to have some sort of financial stress or hardship, please reach out first and foremost to your financiers. Call them up and just have a conversation. Just put them on notice that uh, there's something that might have come up. You don't know that it's going to be an issue at this stage, but you are concerned about it. You want to let them know and you want to find out what their options are. Not that you're going to take up any of their options at this stage, but really you're, again, just putting them on notice that uh, you know something has happened. Communication with them is paramount. And they're human beings, so they want to help you uh, fix that problem. They want to understand what your problem is and do whatever they can within their remits to... Um, to help you. If you are already at the stage where debts have started to get out of hand and you are missing repayments, you have creditors chasing you, and you have people threatening you with legal action or whatever, there are organizations out there who specialize in helping people negotiate debts and reduce them, go on payment plans, all of this sort of stuff. So really, I want to end on a very positive note, which is there are a bunch of people out there who want to help you if you find yourself at a very high level of financial stress and anxiety. I am one of them. As a professional in this industry, one of the things I often do is I counsel my clients on how to manage and handle debt and how to resolve situations with creditors. Furthermore, I have a team of people around me um, that I refer to that can also help with those other things I just discussed. But certainly if you're, if you're really, really in a, in a dark space, uh, I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist or any of those professionals. You may very well need to contact a lifeline uh, or go see a professional to work through those issues. But please, I really hope that if you've spent the last uh, almost 15 minutes now with me uh, talking about and listening to me talk about anxiety around money, you are not alone. There are many people out there who are experiencing financial stress. And the best remedy for that situation is to talk to someone about it and seek help. So please do that, whether it's with me or whoever your trusted advisor is. It could be your accountant. It could be your finance broker. It could be all of the above. Please reach out to them if you're, if you're experiencing some stress and, um, and try to deal with that situation. As always, I wish you all the success with your investing. My name is PJ Patterson. This is the Money Matters Podcast. Thanks for joining me. You've been listening to the Money Matters Podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you liked the content that you've heard today, please subscribe to the channel and remember to leave a comment, like, and share it. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Money Matters Podcast.